and welcome to the PC Movie Club podcast. Um, I'm Aaron and I'm here with my mother Lisa. Hello. And um, we are still here together in Finland and we are going to continue our discussion about uh, Todd Solons and his movies because uh, we have seen a lot of his movies and we still want to go uh, deeper into his other movies. Previously we were talking about the... Uh, mainly the Wiener Dog, the newest film that he made, and then also uh, next to that, the the all the overlapping connections with uh, with the characters and storylines and uh, sequels with um, from Welcome to the Dollhouse to Palindromes, and then in overall about like all the Totsons stuff that we uh, have come to know during the all the years that we know him. Um, we we wanted to uh we there was one one little thing that we forgot to mention in the previous podcast about uh, Wiener Dog. Um uh would you like to tell us what it was? Ah uh, about the professor we didn't talk so much about the professor there, this Danny Levito. Danny Levito. Danny Levito. Danny Levito, <laughs> a wonderful actor, really good actor, yeah. and he was one of the owners of Wiener Dog. Yeah, there. and he's a professor. Yeah. But we mentioned him shortly that he's a professor in the New York University, like Todd Solon. Like Todd Solon. Yeah, the yeah. same pro- same place. Very interesting. Yeah. So anyway, his name was Smerch. Yeah, his last name was Smerch. 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 Yeah, and it's a German name, which means. Uh, Pain. pain. But, uh, <laughs> Tuska, it's more than pain. It's, uh, it's like, like it's anguish. Tr- anguish. It's yeah, deep anguish. anguish of the yeah. soul. And uh, <laughs> by by accident or by purpose, I don't, know. don't know. It's uh, starts with S and st- ends with Z, like Solange. Solange, yeah. <laughs> and the same number of the letters. Even the same number. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's quite a quite a coincidence. Yeah, if it would be a coincidence, so we don't know. No. It's hard to sometimes tell which stones. What also, yeah, that's quite interesting. Yeah. So another thing which I forgot to mention, which is hilarious <laughs> for me, is <laughs> is uh, is the Wiener Dog. Wiener Dog itself. It's, uh, I understand that they call this um, long dog, small, uh, yeah. low, long dog in America is called, uh, in English called Wiener dog. It, but Wiener dog, it's, it's uh, related to a sausage, like yeah. a Wiener sausage. Yeah, from, yeah, yeah. From, is it they, from Vienna? I don't know if it's from Vienna. <laughs> yeah, I think. Wien. It's, it's Wiener dog, so it's from Wien. Wiener yeah. means from Wien. Yeah. And no, but in Finnish it's called Nakkisampela. And when you say Sampela, <laughs> I'm sure that the English when they hear Wiener dog, they think they feel the same when I hear Nakkisampela. <laughs> well, would you go to see a film called Nakkisampela? <laughs> so you go to see a film called Wiener dog. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sauces. Yeah, so we have this in. Yeah, same way funny in the Finnish language, so probably in other languages too, in all the languages. You mean when it's like translated, Western, when, when the movie yeah. has gone everywhere in the world and then it's translated to to um, 
uh, Vietnamese uh, uh, or, this, or I don't know if they have <laughs> sources. Wherever they have sources, is the Western world maybe. Yeah, that's but true. Yeah. In every language, they have surely for about this funny-looking dog. What what, 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 would it, what would, it, would it be in German, like in in Vienna? Like if it, it it would be in Germany, would it? Ah, they have it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Wiener and Wiener is German. Yeah, sausage. Uh, no, Wiener. <laughs> Dogs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wait. <laughs> so now we got into strange areas. Wait, wait, wait. But worst. Yeah, worst. But Wiener worst. But maybe Wiener worst. No, but what do they call this Maracara in in German? Yeah, what is it? In that German? is the question. Yeah, let's see. Uh, Dackel. Ah, Dachshund. Dachshund. Yeah, Dachshund. Does it have to do something with... Uh, ah, it's not Dachshund, it's Dachshund. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that, 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 that's okay. what it is. But, um, okay, so... And also, I wanted to tell you like an interesting fact about Wiener Dog that I forgot to mention yeah. you yet last time is that it was premiered in the Sundance Film Festival in uh, America. Ah, uh, the first time ever. Yeah, it was premiered uh, oh, there. Oh, yeah. Um, or I'm, I'm not really sure it was the first time, but yeah, well, it, when it was premiered in, in the Sundance Film Festival, um, this movie has a quite a... Totsolos is quite famous of his endings in movies. Like he's all of his movies can have like a very um it's it's yeah, it's hard for him to keep keep the uh how would you say like um uh like he, like he himself like he he, he when he, he when he speaks about his films he cannot really say if his endings are good or bad or happy or sad, but his endings usually leave you quite uh yeah. stripped stunt, stunt yeah and they are <laughs> quite shocking yeah. in some sometimes yeah. and this winner dog also has quite a quite a remarkable ending uh scene mm. and uh, when it was premiered in Sundance Film Festival the uh like there was a huge large walkabout uh, like like a huge reaction from the audience when the final scene was playing out, yeah. the yeah. like huge amount of the audience just stood up st- and started walking out of the theater, booing oh. to the movie, and it was just like one two minutes before the movie ended. Totsolons was able to to get to 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 uh, remove the whole audience from the. Theater. Before the end, yeah, just some minutes. When, when the and final, the end. like when, if you remember what exactly in the final end was happening, we are yeah, not yeah, saying what it happens. It's it's quite a difficult moment. They they just couldn't handle it, and they just left. Like they before not all of them, but yeah. Well, no, when they were looking at it oh, because it was so they shocking. Got up and left. Yeah, oh. just before they, the end I credits. Understand. Yeah, just before the end credits. Oh. So he can he I I'm sure he doesn't care because otherwise he wouldn't do all those films if he would care. Yeah, he he has like this thing that to him it's just how you react to it. This the truth is the most important, and he's <laughs> a shocking shocking film. These movies are shocking all from the beginning to end, always. Yeah, yeah but in a way. Yeah, 
Yeah. But they're true. So now I found out that this ducks, ducks hunt, ducks hunt, ducks means malra, badger in Finnish. Yeah. Same, same as in Finnish. So it's a, it's a badger. It's an animal. Yeah. Malra. Yeah. So Germans and Finnish are very much alike. <laughs> so uh, we we, um, okay, we yesterday yesterday we watched together um, the the movie um, Life During Wartime yeah. from 2009. And I um, watched the day before that. I watched Happiness. Yeah. So this this movie is a direct sequel to the, um, Happiness, which is like I said yeah, the last time. It's probably the most well known uh, iconic movie from Todd Solons. Um, And like the most successful movie, movie, and um, so this is like uh, uh, like like in with Wiener Dog we have like recurring characters like the Don Wiener comes back from like the house and Balintrons we concentrate on the same family but with the sister of Don Wiener but in this movie it's we really literally just see the exact same characters like all of basically all of the same characters just how like some. Maybe a year or months. No, so the little girl had gr- grown up. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like some years. five, ten and years. And the father maybe. was uh, maybe five years away in jail. Yeah, for a long time, and uh, yeah, some people have been married for some time. But but uh, true to Todd Solon's nature and his style, oeuvre is that the all the characters are played by different actors. Yeah, then the the other none of the same actors uh, come back. But the so same names. They are all the same characters. They are mm. exactly the same characters, but the actors are completely the same. For example, uh, noticeably, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, who is Andy in The Happiness, he's changed uh, into a thin black guy. Yeah. Which is like completely opposite yeah. of the fat, extremely pale... Philip Seymour Hoffman and nerdy, but oddly, pale. you know, oddly, this black guy was exactly like Philip Seymour Hoffman from inside, full of emotion, and the the tears were running, and it was same same uh, emotion. Yeah, and that that's, from that that for me, like like um, is is interesting. Is that how I saw it? Is that the the They were really good actors and really good, like how they were kind of able to like capture really the the characteristics of those mm. because they are very iconic characters. I think for me, like other Philip Seymour Hoffman character and the sisters and uh, um, and who who was the in the beginning shot in the in the, in the happiness the what was the guy's name the no ah. that was Andy. No, that, no, that was not Andy. That was Alan. Alan, yeah, yeah Alan, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, the ashtray to Julie. Yeah, also that, and oh, they are very specific characters and stuff, and and also the the father and everything. They they're kind of able to kind of continue that character into the next next because they were played by really good actors. So very, it's very challenging. Very challenging. So uh, they they I really felt that they had that same soul. They had that, that yeah. but in the same time, it was interesting to see them played by a different actor because different actors have different methods. Different, yeah. like the father, for example, <laughs> was um, the actor was very different, very different weight, very different uh, energy in the moment. So he kind of became 
more something he, he the kind of the, the character involved in you the mean sub- the pedophile father yeah 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 okay like now like because it previously he was more uh thinner more strict and he was like a business guy feel he was very clean white collar person white collar person exactly the, the exact stereotype of feminine a, kind of like slight slight five percent but but now he was like <laughs> He, there was no feminism in no. him. He was he had this huge thick neck. Yeah, he had the, this man and the little beard. Uh, yeah, stuff, stuff he was like a gorilla to me. Like yeah. he was like an ape. Yeah, like a gorilla. How he how he yeah. just drank water from a bottle like you know he he had this manliness in him. Yeah, and yeah. It, it, it was hard to kind of like it was it wasn't hard, but it was interesting to see because he was still the father. Mm. But it was interesting to kind of see how it. Totsolos just decides to kind of choose, like like even with the black Philip Seymour Hoffman, mm. like Andy, that mm. he he just didn't you know thought about it. Like why would he even cast another white person? You know like, what? To I him, to him, it doesn't really matter if it's a black or white. Like it's the same character. Yeah, and uh, I see the point, but you no, know, I differ with the opinion of this because exactly with this pedophile father. Now in yesterday we saw <coughs> his life during wartime. I was really, when I was watching him, he was quite a lot in that movie, so I was thankful, actually, that it's not the other one from the from the happiness I saw yesterday, I really? the day before. Yeah, I was really thankful uh, in the middle of the movie watching that, thank God is not that terrible guy there from this happiness. You didn't like him? Well, he was a terrible pedophile. Well, he's now a terrible <laughs> pedophile. Yeah. What's the difference? That's, that's my point. <laughs> That's my point, that he's so clever, this Todd Solons, how he twists my mind. Ah. Yeah, you he did it with each character, with him, I realized ah. it. Yeah. So you gave him a second chance, in a way. I never Why? give pedophiles a second chance. But, <laughs> but I mean, the, the actor, <laughs> the actor. <laughs> but the actor you gave, what, what, what do you Yeah. Give? Yeah, okay. he's, uh, he's so clever, this Todd Solons. I, I never, from the beginning, I watched, uh, I watched First Happiness in my life. No, uh, First Happiness a long time ago. And then uh, I was amazed by that movie. But, yeah. but I didn't understand any of it. <laughs> you, you rarely uh, Yeah, do. it was a kind <laughs> of segments of <laughs> people and went through, but I, I really enjoyed it. It was amazingly funny and everything. And then I saw, and then I inter- got interested and saw the other ones. I have seen everyone, every, everything else but Dark, dark Horse. Yeah, me. we haven't yeah. seen Dark Horse. So, so uh, I, I've been... Um, Amazed with this, uh, that uh, they're always there. Who is who and what is what? Because the people are in the middle of the same film, even in palindromes. Yeah. By uh, acted by somebody else, so it mixes you up immensely. So I didn't realize what's what's going on. Why does he do that? And so on. So I had to spend my time thinking, why does he do that? No, Mm. it's. But yesterday I realized it when I look at that pedophile father that he was not from. You have to see. All these films, <laughs> one after the other, you know how many there are. So you have to look at them together. Then you realize, then you can see, start to see things. Yeah. More. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can, no. You can see them individually mm-hmm. enjoying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, in I another underst- level. I but understand what you yeah. mean. Yeah. So I, I saw the. Mm-hmm. 
I got strong emotions. He, that Zolans walk in me. Strong emotions for against this uh, this person, this character acted by by changing the actor. Mm. He's clever. Yeah. <laughs> He's a genius. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The I totally I agree that like that. With these movies, it's very good that you see them like one after another. I will explain in a minute. Um, with with it, it's kind of funny, however, that in to, with Todd Solons himself, I think he he said that uh, he doesn't watch his movies that much, you know, that he's made in the past. And people always make these kind of you see the connections and stuff, but. Uh, I don't know if he himself feels that it's so important to see them right next to each other. Like it's th- that y- you can give them time, you know, to hi- him. It's like he- he's more loose about it and stuff like that. He doesn't really like, oh, yeah, whatever. And so, so it's funny that you are very strict. That, you yeah, know, but he knows to. his because he has written them. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. has made a script by himself and he's yeah. into those characters yeah. inside out. So... It's easy for him to say. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, but when I think about the happiness family, in the end when they're sitting around that table in the end of the movie, yeah, they're all sitting around the table after all those happenings, divorces and pedophiles and things <laughs> and whatever there was happening, and then they're all lifting a glass for happiness. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, who is who? I... After first time seeing happiness, I had no idea and I didn't even care who is who and yeah. so on. But now after Wiener Dog, it makes a point to me. I really enjoy knowing who they are. Yeah. Because they they, they are not a family from Wiener Dog. Mm. No, they are not a yeah. Wiener family. Yeah. It's another family, but they are connected to Wiener family. Yeah, yeah. And in a strange way. Yeah. So he goes into a intricate and I'm really expecting for the next one yeah well um, the reason why I, I would totally agree that these these two movies you really like um, like yeah palindromes and Wiener Dog you can you don't really have to for me for me for uh, my opinion is you don't really have to like see the other one to see that like it's not such a strict continuation but their life during wartime is structured in a way that it uh, doesn't really explain any of the characters you know it doesn't introduce the characters it's kind of uh, <laughs> yeah, no. it, yeah the, the, the way, it, way it tells the story is all the time referring that you remember happiness yeah. it always refers to that memory of yeah. those characters in happiness in mm-hmm. a way so it doesn't include the the introduction or familiarization of the characters inside that movie. It all the time parallels. Mm. Like the beginning scene is the exact parallel of the beginning of happiness. Mm. Um, and the so you don't really get it if you don't if you haven't seen happiness. Yeah, so, and like uh, for, uh, for instance, in life during wartime, suddenly from the door comes Harvey Wiener, who is the father of Don Wiener. So in yeah, another film, another series. Yeah, 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 but but that, but that so, doesn't matter. But it's wonderful. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's very. It's it's. That in this we go into the the kind of uh, the connoisseurs. Wa- we are connoisseurs. No, no, no. In, in this we go into the 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 why Todd Solons is such a good writer. 
of, yeah. of stories and characters is because he can he's able to um, like like in this movie we we there the mother one of the sister who is a mother he she wants she wants to find a new husband after the pedophile husband uh, to have a normal life most normal life that you can imagine um, then she she meets a man and this man happens to be the father of Don Wiener from Welcome to the Dollhouse that we just kind of find out suddenly that yeah. we we hear his name and his Wiener and it's like and he looks different also <laughs> yeah yeah of course he looks different stuff but then. You know, behind him comes the son. Yeah. His son, who is the brother of Don Wiener. Yeah, the big brother. The of big brother Don of Don Wiener. And we we have seen this brother in palindromes, in Welcome to the Dollhouse, and I don't know if it was in... Probably every film that we yeah. haven't noticed, you see. Yeah, so... Um, uh, and then the, the beauty of it is that he's able... He brings these characters in. Like, okay, wh- why does he make these connections? Like he brings these characters, like he, the, especially like in this uh, life during wartime. For me, the, the the biggest effect was it that he brought the son, the brother of Don Wiener, who is this very calculative, rationalized mind. Nerd. And yeah, a nerd. But it, he said he's a nerd. He's a nerd, but that doesn't <laughs> describe really the character. He's a calculative, uh, rational person who. Everything in his life and everything about life is just like a mathemica- mathematical calculation in how everything fits in society, how your future is planned. Like all the time, ev- everything he's all the time saying is that China will take over and nothing matters. Mm, yeah. Like that's all of his points that yeah. he's talking yeah, about. And he's like, um, so the beauty of it is that it, now bringing this, this brother into this movie he's able to use that characterization in in um, integrated into the discussion yeah. about those problems mm. so when 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 we are like there's this beautiful moment like when like where he's seeking his truth his truth in this film like kind of trying to discuss these topics like uh, terrorism for example he brings forward a very... Oh, forgiveness. Uh, a forgiveness about terrible acts. And then suddenly terrorism comes in. And it's like, can we forgive terrorism and stuff? And then we can get involved, we can involve into this discussion that rationalized mind that of the sun. And I think that's the beauty of Totsolos. And what I think, why Life During Wartime is not necessarily a well-crafted movie, like, like direction, directionally, like... The direction and the production is not that high value, high quality, but the writing is so great. Mm. The way he can yeah. achieve conversation inside his uh, his movies and between his characters is is really high quality. It's and really amazingly he intertwines into it a picture. The picture is kind of a part of the of the script talking yeah it's it's in it but that's mm. a movie that, like, that's the yeah. quality of a movie it's all mm. the picture the way it it's uh, so amazing that you never get tired of seeing his film I saw now few times after each other in the same day even I saw this life during the war time I saw twice in yesterday Ah. So I was not bored for a second. I could see it again <laughs> and again, and it's yeah. just, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, um, many people have actually asked 
those solos that like pointed out that I don't know what pointed out that that he his his way of ability of crafting dialogue and scenes actually fits very well to television like um, oh. it's it's the way of like because they are very talk- talkative movies they are very dialogue based <laughs> yeah they're basically scenes just people talking yeah basically in these movies um, uh, and this is how TV series are mainly more constructed. They are not, they are less action packed and they are more like scenes where people talk and stuff like that. It's, it fits very well into TV. So people have asked a lot about why, like, how Todd Jones would feel about making a TV series about these things, and his answer has been like, "Well, okay, if it comes, you know, like he doesn't care. Like he, yeah, it could be an interesting. So, would you like to see a whole TV series of his characters?" I would, but but TV is uh, is governed by law. It goes more to normal people. So how can they face the truth? He he cannot go away from the truth. So you're saying that he would be censored? He doesn't have the same freedom in movies. And he don't want to be censored. Never. So you would say that he would be censored if he would be in TV? Yeah. How can? But there there is there is channels like HBO that. Has a lot of violence and he explicit content. You cannot. Stuff. They are. He is wild. They cannot control him. Whatever he wants to put, he puts, and nothing gets away. I'm sure of it. He don't just things from that. It's like Bergman asking for Bergman to come and make TV series. How can? <laughs> but, but, yeah, they but, would, it but, would be a marvelous for people, a Berry, marvelous gift, Berryman, but who can take it? But Perryman did it, basically. He made scenes from a marriage, which is kind yeah, of like a, TV a mini series. TV series. Mm, yeah. So he made it. So that Solos could make it Yeah, too. probably. His, uh, Bergman's reputation was by that time the, the size of a Mount Everest. So probably when Todd Solons gets the, to the... But Perryman didn't talk about pedophiles. He talked about uh, serious things. But, but yeah, he was provocative. Yeah, now we come to the subject of sex. Because this, okay. this uh, Todd Solon's, uh, the subject in happiness is sex. It's uh, happiness is the name of the, his, the names of his films, mm-hmm. movies, are very good. They are exactly the point, to the point. He's, it, they reveal a lot. Happiness is happiness by is happiness, and in, it says in that film that uh, it's sex. No. So, yeah, yeah pro, okay. more, more or less, it's a complex subject. But I come very boldly to this <laughs> now. Yeah. We, uh, well, he goes himself boldly to pedophiles and all kinds because you have to to conceal things and be double faced and all kinds. In the, in, the, in and he reveals all that. It's taboo. Yeah, hmm. taboo. I'm not allowed to say the word sex here, maybe. I don't know. But Todd Solons doesn't buy bothers. He goes through till the end in happiness. You remember? Yeah, it's... It's they also yeah. amazing end. It's... <laughs> yeah, till the end. Yeah. And, and it looks like in that movie, when they are all in... The, all kinds of grips of emotions here and there, the different kinds. And the reason is... Sex, like Philip Seymour Hoffman is the star of that film. I think this uh, well, yeah, happiness. Okay. Yeah, he's it's the star, and he's in the grips of wanting sex, and he goes into extremities in there with uh, frustrations and things. There's a lot of sexual oppression 
within these this characters. There is. Like, like they have to the, suppress. The basically the one suppression. Right? Suppression, yeah. Oppression. Well, suppression Auto of sexuality. Yeah, but we could go into the societal, like, society, sociological idea of it. But, like, the. Um, for sure, like, yeah, pero, the Phyllis Seymour Hoffman and the pedophile father, it's kind of the. They are kind of the. They're. Their behavior is kind of a result of a suppressed sexual and what desires about the, and not being this, able to handle it like healthy way. Yeah. What about this uh, large uh, woman? Um, yeah. Well, well, he was uh, he was sexually assaulted, but there wasn't really she, a, she was yeah she was sexually uh, assaulted and that was a terrible experience that she was traumatized by. But maybe she was uh, it makes you deeper thinking because maybe she has a story behind her why she's so large because mostly people uh, people who are abused sexually mm. they eat themselves to very big size yeah, and so on and yeah, so they won't be attractive and so on. Yeah well so the, no that's a big big jump. That's know, a like, big jump yeah that's but she was like yeah but she was obviously I'm, I'm not as I'm assuming anything anything about mm. that I just say it as a possibility but she was obviously going daily to shop to bring large amounts of food Ice creams and all kinds of cakes and the, things and yeah, eating disorder. So eating it disorder somehow eating disorder. Yeah. So she's put no. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that she's <laughs> because of abuse or something. I'm just saying that uh-huh. she puts her frustration into eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and probably sexual frustration. It could be not involved, that. but it's not maybe the main thing. No, no, maybe, maybe. Wait. But uh, it makes you think. Yeah, uh, true, true. Like. But and Philip Seymour Hoffman is out of uh, is is uh, out of his mind with this. He don't know how to uh, get in contact with a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how to deal with woman? He goes to from door to door. It's really touching when he goes first to the uh, Helen door and uh, cannot get what he could get and would be maybe probably good for Helen. And then to opposite door where he has to. To refrain from sex, to mm. just to be with near the woman, it's really touching. It's extremely emotional films. The whole film is about like group of people who are kind of trying to find happiness in their life. They have huge these very deep problems in their lives. They are very extreme problems, uh, like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Also, like the, how they are kind of cornered in their lives mm. and they are just kind of so mm. so <laughs> depressed you know they are so they are so training characters it's it's a very heavy movie in that sense like um and it really is about that what is happiness and how yeah. how what how could they could, could achieve it in the sim- simplest way of saying the the context concept of the movie but indeed the the the, the sexual context of it is is involved in a way that it it links a lot of these uh, characters together like one of the sister with Helen with Phyllis Seymour Hoffman the sexual desires are one of the interconnecting relationship with these characters and then uh, the pedophile father clearly that's a very sexual um, 
concepts like what he's dealing with that his source of extreme uh, suppressed uh, emotions and oppression of is uh, sexual like oriented um, but then like like the 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 fat the fat lady we don't really know what exactly is but the but we clearly see that there is some kind of eating disorder going on there, and then, like, and this joy, and then there is joy, who is kind of the main, like, also life during wartime and also in happiness. Like, she's kind of the main kind of. We, we start with her, mm. and see, we kind of start to introduce to people through kind of her around her, and she's also funnily, like by coincidence, she's the one who. Um, in happiness and in both in life during wartime, she plays the main title song uh, with her own guitar at mm, some point of the movie. She, she sings a song about happiness and then, then la- about life during wartime. And her kind of her problem is not be able to kind of uh, like I don't think it's di- direct, strictly sexual her problem. It's there is in in her story there is involved uh, sexual story. All of them have, but have the complex. They are complexes. Not, not, yeah. But I just got through to the core of the whole thing easily. Like I thought, okay, like this joy when she had all those uh, in, uh, multiple problems, but once she got in connected with the criminal. The Russian. Russian criminal, and he didn't. He was just stealing and made love to her just like that. And after the afterwards, when they had finished, he asked, "Okay," and she said, "Okay." And then he said, "I have to go." Yeah, and yeah that's yeah. it. So yeah. it was simply for him. He solved it simply, and she was the happy happy person after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so that's but, my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was it, it. But it wasn't really like it was more about the. Like with Choi, I think it's a lot about how the how the character is trying to kind of like um, how, how would I say this? Like um, she has problems with in committing to certain goals and to certain like frames oh. in her life. Oh. She has a, a lot of a lot. She she blames herself a lot. She feels very guilty about her own actions. She has a very rough time to stabilize her her life and to <laughs> to find kind of uh, yeah like like this kind of stable happiness in something. And I think I think the Russian the relationship with the Russian uh, man uh, is kind of this. It's it's kind of like the the man is somehow able to give him this this yeah. sudden bloom of of like of. Of sexual desire, you know, like and so, it's so go through all the problems it's just like that. Yeah, right? that it's it's kind of like an affair mm. that is happening there, and this affair gives her like a brief, a brief like oh, release, yeah. you know, a relief of like that. Now I could now I've maybe found happiness yeah, from, in, through this, like because the man is because the Russian man is so uh, dominant of her mm-hmm. see he's so dominant and trying like okay this is how we do this thing like okay okay now I go and this is how it was done that kind of gives her in some weird way like security or safety in a way mm-hmm. that she has this sudden illusion that her life 
it's now okay. Now yeah. she has found the happiness. Now she has found the solution. But it's the the most further from the truth. Ah, uh, yeah. It is not uh, sex which is solution of happiness. It's uh, more complicated. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah There's so all complicated. the psychology yeah. involved. Now, in I got, now you make me see things. Yeah. So in life during wartime, this joy is uh, even so deeply in trouble in her mixed up yeah. that she, she asked from a dead husband <laughs> a ghost of a dead husband what should I do to relieve <laughs> relieve this guilt that you killed yourself so he says okay put a bullet in your brain and she says no no I would rather take a pill <laughs> It's, oh God! It's, <laughs> that's, yeah, and they, she goes around in those uh, those um, night dresses. All her dresses are like night dresses. <laughs> yeah, it's really something. But that's now. Uh, let me say something. Yeah. This um, Todd Solons is really. You see how he's <laughs> genius. <laughs> he's making this complex. Complex. There are uh, huge problems with these characters. We were laughing the whole through life during wartime just because they are so troubled. And there are so much troubles these people like, and they are so big. Like like Joy, indeed, like Joy, just got worse. Yeah, life, worse. Yeah. She got so much worse yeah. in her character, in her behavior. Like, it. Mm. She 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 doesn't take really kind of any crap of. Like she, she tries so much to do good and to yeah. to, true, to try to help others, but in a way she kind of it seems like she's making it worse. Like she yeah. she doesn't really in a way feel like she doesn't accept certain problems mm. or something. Like like her hu- her husband who is who is uh, Andy from from the previous film. Mm. It just you know. This, everything continues, and she kind of tries to live with it. Yeah. That, so this, but the, the other sister, the three sisters, Helen and, uh, and Trish, and uh, this Joy. So this Trish has a little daughter called Chloe, Chloe, mm. and the little girl with the round eyes who is uh, ha- uh, hobby is karaoke singing. Karaoke <laughs> <So laughs> singing. <laughs> a little girl under school, not even school yet. So she is turning out to be like tr- this joy when she can't stand that the baby, little baby carrots are eaten, killed. They're already cooked and on the plate, but she can't stand it that they are being killed by a fork and eaten. I think so in those, I think in those those scenes, like like in similar way in Wiener Dog, how how they're. We saw a lot of parallels yeah. to Wiener Dog in how the parents are trying to explain how the world works mm. to a child. And we, with Todd Solon's movies, we continuously we observe how parents are totally incapable okay. yeah. in explaining <laughs> this in a healthy way. Yeah. They're failing so hard and they're like traumatizing the children with just basic concepts of things like mm. baby carrots or touching. Mm. Like how how... How a mother tries to to, exp- to, uh, to 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 describe what is sexual abuse to mm. a child, and in the end, it just comes into that somebody touches you. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a disaster, yeah. and mm. it's it's uh, we we see the results. yeah, and and the funny details. There's a lot of all through the film. There's details. 
He's very peculiar with those like Wes Anderson or somebody. No, making those. Yeah. Or Koreeda, Hirokazu Koreeda. All these details. Like the woman has this trish. The sister has, one of the sisters has this high on her, on silver, high on her neck. Hebrew name. Hebrew word, word for alive. Alive. Yeah, hi. Mm. It's a kind of also a pun on words, religious thing, but it means alive. It's really the funny thing. So, right? so, so the trees is alive. Choice, joy, and and Helen is like this black poet, like a nihilist yeah. in a way. Yeah. Like uh, kind of a, a huge ego mania. Mm. It's the ego maniac of the movie. Yeah. She's, so everything revolves around her. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. twists everything and she has, that she's the center of it. And the funny thing is that she succeeds in, uh, she's talking truth. In fact, that she succeeds in the, the poetry and she's famous <laughs> and everything. And now she's moved to Lo- uh, Los Angeles or somewhere and she has five Golden Globes. Yeah. And the, there's Joy tries to kill this dead husband, <laughs> or the ghost of the with the Golden Globe, one of the sister's Golden Globe so Golden Globe isn't it that she's been succeeding in uh, movies screenwriting she, yeah. she, she started to write screens and she said how hard it is and but that's it's so nice and that's is doing himself again we are like yeah I, th- this Life the Reward I've got uh, the yeah. award for best screenwriting yeah. in, in Venice mm. Film Festival yeah I don't wonder at all so yeah, it so this uh, is full of all these these things, which is really exciting that you can enjoy. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, one thing came to my mind after this um, happiness mm-hmm. pop- popped up in my mind. I suddenly remembered uh, my aunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had uh, I have uh, she's already. Uh, did, yeah, but she she was a really lovely person. I really loved her. She was not married ever, and uh, and uh, she, but she was a really kind, nice, intelligent, and educated woman. Yeah, yeah, nothing uh, you know stupid, mm-hmm. and uh, I was very attached to her. I'm still attached to her from. Even if she's right. dead. Sorry. So, I I had a contact with her since a very small child. No, it's like a story, like this Totsuro's <laughs> business. I <laughs> hope not. I hope it's not. No, no, it is. Everybody has a life like Totsuro's stories. Everybody, mm. around. he just took the most crispy ones, maybe there. So yeah, anyway, crispy. so this little girl, because it's my man, she was my mother's sister. So. Uh, when I grew up, uh, I was al- already uh, a adult with children myself and everything. She used to call me by phone. They lived in far away from each other. She used to call me sometimes. And, and the, what she asked me, first thing in the telephone she asked me, she always asked me, uh, have you been proper? <laughs> really? Have you been be, uh, like? Have you in Finnish? You would say proper. No. Yeah. So, olet kollut kunnolla. Really? Yeah, really, really. So, 
it's an I, yeah so it's like have you like, been behaving you I, I yeah. can tell this okay. uh, have you been behaving yourself mm-hmm. so I've always thought very quickly we know like the the thoughts go like lightning in your mind always we mm-hmm. know extreme big things go suddenly in your mind I thought before answering I thought what does he mean <laughs> that I've been proper I've been proper all my life I've been <laughs> really really good no person uh, behaving myself mm-hmm. what else so but then I, I realized that maybe she means sex maybe what? she means sex because she's from the old times she's born in the beginning of 1900 she was born and there was the the Christian be, uh, education was like you have to be married to have sex and all this. He was grown in that time. Yeah. Have to understand. And okay. it can be that I thought myself that maybe she means uh, anything. Have you been proper? Have you been behaving? Uh-huh. Well, what else? Are she doesn't think that I've been criminal or something. <laughs> but she, she must mean sex or Most, so yeah. have you had sex lately? Like, 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 say, Who I hope, knows? I hope you haven't had sex lately. Sexually yeah, lately. maybe, okay. maybe she like you are proper, yeah, a proper so, lady. But she was the most normal person ever. She's very normal and a respected person in society. Yeah, yeah. This, so, this is what you have you. Okay. Yeah. This is what, yeah, I know her that she yeah. has been. So, yeah. what is respected and normal? Uh, you shouldn't have sex. Yeah, that's how you interpret the whole yeah. situation. Okay. In, in society, okay, you have to hide it and be secretive and everything. It's not like a story of okay. Todd That came to my mind after seeing all this marathon of Todd Solon's films. And so so yeah. this aunt who is asking me, Have you been behaving yourself? After I've been married and have children and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, not to... She knew. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I have had sex if I had children, no? <laughs> so, um, but have, have I been... So, I'm. what she meant, probably, that I haven't had any loose life. Like... Yeah. I'm not um, loose... What you call loose life, like giving myself easily or something. Okay. Giving myself easily. This is totally against my mind, um, mm-hmm. in, um, of my philosophy. This, this because the film which I talked about before already is the, the diary of a teenage girl mm-hmm. who found out that she loves sex and so she has it as much as she likes and that's it. It's her business. Yeah. But she takes care to enjoy it and it's not lose life. Yeah. Yeah. But for this aunt, it would have been a horror, probably. Mm. But anyway, I love her and I respect her. I still love her tenderly, really. She, she's dead, <laughs> but no, but like pro- a ghost, like in the dungeon. So, pro- but probably he didn't. She didn't mean specifically, but like probably in general. Probably she meant. Yeah. You, you think she meant? Yeah, I think she okay. meant. But who knows? So you, your intuition I, was I right. I never could. The, the also, what points to it is that I couldn't ask her. Do you mean sex? <laughs> I couldn't say the word. I couldn't say the word. She could have said the word. Have you had sex? I probably thought Solo's movie. They probably have some yeah. ask it Because like a child. Like. And this is an example how the society educates people to be around things and involving mm. things and not to be straight and truthful and easy, mm. easy straight. It's kind of like in a way of like. When 
like how we kind of started to in 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 language we started to like kind of go around things like in america or like when we talk about like in english if we talk about um and i apologize if if people are offended but if we talk about niggers the word nigger oh that if if we say again i apologize i don't mean to say but now in context i just they say n-word we they they have to refer to instead of saying a nigger they have to say refer to the n-word but it's basically the same like Mm. in in the way of Mm. what we were saying is that we just Uh go around it we have found a way to talk about things while not talking about them but everybody can still think about it Uh like what is it really better Mm. to say the n-word while we are still saying it we are still referring to that same racist word or Mm. racist way of talking about it Mm. if like is it really helping it? Mm. it we are still uh, incorporating that that taboo and that 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 you know that uh, offensiveness that racism in in that language you know but the black people decide they yeah of course of course this is just an example this is like an example like let's say also about sex or like dirty jokes or something that we can make uh, let's say a dirty joke about something mm. about sex or something but we can say it in a more soft way mm. and then you can still laugh about the dirty mm. joke without having to actually think about dirty things you know mm. but you can kind of go around it mm. so that i think this, this is what i so trying to say that we we have we have this very integrated in, in our language so this is what makes me always think strangely with Todd Jolons, i i'm thinking about hirokazu koreeda See, because um, he never does this kind of truth things like yeah. Todd Jolons, opposite, completely yeah. opposite, but they are similarly true yeah. stories, yeah. and he just goes sidely away there, but never is making double-faced, yeah. never. It's, so it's, it's just, possible. And it's not hinted, it just mm-hmm. shows you in it's possible, yeah, it's possible, yeah. but Todd Jolons selected the straight way so maybe there's something in the culture yeah yeah and and, and and it's 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 koreeda's way of being able to refine it in such such a simple way you know some very mm. good words very good visuals like like the sour sea that dot solons is 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 his writing is so rough he just like he he likes to put everything on the table and mm. and and people all the time say that he that he is provocative but he himself says that no I'm just I want to say the truth and that this like they, did he say that we decided it I no think. he said it himself uh, I said it he said it himself wow. I told it in the previous podcast oh. I think that that he he what uh. to him what he is most concerned is that the ending is the truth yeah. That it it might not be happy or sad or anything. It's just the truth. That's why it it's so good yeah. feeling when somebody's truth mm-hmm. and you don't have to stress. Yeah, and yeah, he has this very like like he people accuse him of being provocative, and and you can easily see that his films like just try to provoke and to do. I think we talked about this in the previous podcast. I think, but um. To him, it's just the truth. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I was going to say about that. So I, 
I know I totally lost my thoughts. Yeah, then there's <laughs> Bergman, because this is the triangle, I think. <laughs> Bergman and Corred and, uh, and Todd Solons. The yeah. Mm. Truthful people. No, yeah. Uh, but uh, he does it again in a different way completely. But yesterday we saw in uh, in Life During Wartime, it was a very interesting uh, a place where this uh, oldest son lived in the in the university of Oregano. He was li- Ore- or- Oregon, not Oregano. Oregon. <laughs> no, I use Oregano in my food, but it's Oregon, <laughs> University of Oregon. So, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So he was in that flat, and the first uh, post we saw was uh, Solaris. Yeah. Yeah. By uh, this uh, Russian... There was a lot of interesting posters. Uh, what was this uh, Russian... Tarkovsky. Tarkovsky, who is a, a truthful person who ever was. Of course, he, we forgot him. I forgot him. But <laughs> there we have it on the wall. Solaris. So, truth. And uh, there was also I'm Not There. This, yeah. yeah. By this Ed Lachman, who's been photographing... A, a, film, film. a, a film where... Yeah, the same cinematography, and then also a film where uh, same character is played by different actors. Mm. So there's the, all kind of funny details. Funny details. Yeah, there are a lot of good, really good details in that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the the plain colors of of the pastel colors. A lot of green and mm. the pastel, and it's so you can just swim in this beautiful photo cinematography. So, mm. is it Ed Lachman or is Todd Zolan? Probably together, like they have a two good teamwork. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know who whom in happiness? Which character is? Uh, well, of course they are all interesting, but yeah. which character is pointing to in my mind every time I. Of course, Philip Simon yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah it's in general. <laughs> but after all, it's strange how these movies go. That you you see a movie and afterwards there's a, something in your mind oh. goes. So the picture of this Ben Gaza, Gazara, Gazara, the man who is the father in this happiness family, who says ah. to the wife that he wants to live. Uh, separate from her and she says you want divorce no who's talking about divorce who's talking about <laughs> divorce <laughs> no they're like they're not divorcing and she's even repeating it afterwards and they're not living together anymore and he goes away but of course they're divorced yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. him this and he's in, incorporated in my mind to pastel colors they mm. all wear pastel color clothes in pastel color apartment yeah. and the pastel color life and mm. it's very cleverly done so this man is really maybe because of the age I, I, I don't know why I really uh, why, why, I, why that you have the image I, of him is because of it, his age maybe it's because I'm interested in older people in the old age uh-huh. In the no, as a character, yeah. comparing to myself, to my life, yeah, okay, and the yeah. and the wife with the terrible, <laughs> terrible. It's like dough, no, hala dough. This uh, Sabbath bread dough yeah. from Israel. This uh, exactly the face is. It's where did he find this, or is it done by makeup? It's uh-huh. all these characters. So, so we put the woman and the halapret 
picture next to each other in the yeah. blog. But uh, not hala bread, but the da, da, the dough. The dough of it, yeah, the, the dough. dough, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, you should, <laughs> okay. because it cuts exactly the <laughs> And they, he, in, very strangely, uh-huh. in, in this, uh, the life during wartime, this Totsilons is pointing out to Israel a lot and the Jewishness and so on. There is a lot, lot of happiness, Jews, yeah. The happiness, there are Jews, yeah. There are there always are Jews. Jews. Oh, because his life is The Don Wheeler family is Jews. Yeah, yeah. The, the sister life family is Jews. Uh, storytelling is centered in yeah. Jews. It's like the uh, Woody Allen. When mm. you know something from your own life, you put it into exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, Anyway, in life during wartime, they have this Hebrew business a lot in Israel. Hebrew business. (laughs) And there's even the prayers, they're singing the prayers in the background. Also, the music is very important, incorporated to the scenes. Yeah. Like the Karaika girl. (laughs) And all this, uh, and the Handel music in some parts, and then... Bar Mitzvah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's... it's extremely well done. So anyway, when they meet this, um, did we say that already? That when they meet when Trish meets this Harvey Wiener and they sit in the table and they say, oh, that you are, uh, do have you been to Israel? <laughs> so the other one says, no. So this other one says, no, me either. But I want to be buried. Me <laughs> <You> too. <laughs> so that's what he's been hearing all his life because that's what the Jews say. And it, yeah. it's, it's the highest wish is to be buried in the Jerusalem Olive Mountain. Yeah. So, yeah. So mm. all that way, and what is this life during wartime? Because they they hint to the war in Israel. There's a few hints in that movie about uh, there's a war all the time going on. Yeah, but also America and also America war. and the Vietnam is in the song. Yeah, and like so like there's a scene where the poet uh, Helen sister yeah. says like she's this poet and she's she's and then she says suddenly like and and America is at war. And after all, we are at war. Yeah, and, and then uh, we see the scenery with the beautiful <laughs> swimming pool and the bushes and like calm, utmost calm, no war around. Do you do you think do you think that the the title in that sense refers to like first world problems? You know, like like you know, do you know what first world problem no. is like? No. So so there is like this joke going around in the internet that that. Um, like that is called first world problem is this that like uh, like let's say Americans or something they are like their daily problems are usually involved in slight um, irritations of stuff yeah. and they are extremely depressed about this irritation like oh I don't have warm water today oh no, no. I have a good example you know, yeah. I went to the library to get uh, this uh, this uh, C- DVD, DVD yeah. yeah and I didn't get the receipt from the machine <laughs> and the, it was the ended the yeah. paper was ended and I always <laughs> want to have the receipt because of certain reasons important to okay. me so I had a lot of extreme difficulties to go to complain about this, that why I don't have the receipt, and I even got the email at home afterwards, they apologized, that we are so sorry you didn't get the receipt, and then I wrote in the, I wrote back to explaining them why this mm. receipt is important to me, and no? Yeah, yeah. So, and in all time, there's people 
killing by yeah by yeah exactly millions, and and and, and then and then the joke even is that you know on top of this you would be depressed yeah. that you didn't get your receipt yeah because oh everything depends on your receipt yeah like But, joy yeah that the what can I do yeah what can I do? you start crying and and then so and then indeed how you said that in the same time there is people uh, in Syria. You know, yeah. living in 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 rubble. You yeah. know, so so. Or well, North Korea starting to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so you think the title is refers to this kind of phenomenon, uh, oh, life yeah. during war. So American life during this yeah, supposed war time. Yeah. As if there is war time going because that's how I remember first when I heard the title. I that was the first impression that I had because okay, so there's a war going on. And then mm. what kind of life is stirring that? But then when you look at it, there's nothing about war nothing. in the film. Yeah. But it's that, like it's like yeah. in that little scene encapsulates yeah. the title of the movie. Yeah. But there is a poster in the in in the Helen's house where there's a tank, Israeli tank with the David Star, and there's a boy, Arab boy with the stone yeah. against it. I think it's the, a Palestine, Palestinian boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, surely it's a uh, documentary picture. Yeah. Case. Yeah. So it, it surely it's by papers by Tottsulans put yeah. there, but all kinds of hints. But he makes it so mixed up that you are probably I I go into your opinion. About okay. This. So yeah. We I think we have like ex- exceeded our one hour oh, time yeah. limit. Yeah, yeah, is there okay. anything else that you really now now is the time to really get. Your last Totsolons stuff into the podcast. If you like, have anything like small stuff or something that you still want to say, because we hardly then maybe go back to it. Uh, yeah, we do, we have a sad. We are waiting eagerly for Totsolons' next picture. <laughs> yeah, maybe we can sure. talk about it so, then. Um, no, I just want to say that the strange thing was with the stars that I gave. Okay. Yeah, very strange yeah. because happiness. Uh, I heard about it from you uh, mm-hmm. some years and years ago, and I looked, looked at it, and uh, it's um, because of that I knew that okay, it's a good movie before I even saw it. Yeah. Because you said it, so that affected. It would have been better if I'd seen it without any reference, but I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So I gave it five because it was enormously good. I realized, even if I found afterwards only what's all in it, everything, and then life during the war time, I have given three. In I see in my marks that I've given three a year ago. I saw it, mm-hmm. but now I after seeing happiness and seeing after that, it's I see how great it really is. So I have to rise it to four. Oh. Uh, yeah, I give it to four, and uh, mm-hmm. maybe not. It, it works as a companion movie. A companion movie, yeah. and it's it's not less really. It's happiness is a comeback masterpiece, right? Mm. But uh, it's it's really not less, but somehow it's uh, it's. Um, Continuance of it. So, is mm. it, does it deserve? It, it like it's a evo- evolution of it. It's like yeah. a, it's a, like an add-on. Yeah, it's like a true. extension of it. Yeah. and it is a wonderful thing. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah. Hap- happiness. You can look at like its own movie. You don't have to have this sequel for it. Like mm. it's very 
but but you cannot have lifetime reward and without happiness. Is that what I'm thinking? That why so, not? So so then. Why not? It's uh, well for me. It, it 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 then it's less. When it stands on its own, it's less because then you cannot really get involved as much into the characters if you don't know the history of them. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, that is because it lacks memory. its own feet. Yeah. Yeah. It hangs on to happiness. You see, yeah. But, so but it's, a, it's a good story of that. And very you know, exactly well done. It's co- I recommend, yeah, it's I recommend, really good script. recommend all of them. Dark Horse I haven't seen. So I yeah. Know, um... I I gave uh, to Life During Wartime also to Wiener Dog. I gave I give seven out of ten because they are good, but they are they are kind of in that that area of because mm. the production is not as high high quality as it, it was in Happiness Time. Production, but yeah, like um, some of the the set pieces and the the. The production design it just there was something lacking there was something that it, it wasn't as firm as possible Happy like life during more than happiness and welcome to the dollhouse for example and storytelling has this very strong um, like they're very strong movies they they really feel like they they have this quality it's, it's hard it's hard to I say th- maybe it was um, because of Philip Seymour Hoffman because no, he, no, 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 he no, takes no, it no, into no. his no, hands no it's not it's not it's not that I, oh. no it's not it's really everything else like everything everything about in the movie and for example like uh, but it also it's it's related to the budget like Life During Wartime Wiener like both I noticed that when they are driving the car it's with the blue screen and it's the digital Scene going by, it's not real. I, I, it's clearly not real. Where? In when they're driving with the car, and then we are looking at the people. Whenever that scene is, it's uh, it's like they didn't have the budget to put the camera inside the car and then shoot it. budget to make all um, kinds of things. Yeah, it's it's hard to keep it yeah. high high quality. With if you do if you have this, and that's I because I think that's because you know happiness time he had a huge budget to do that but then he doesn't have so much money but also just kind of a stylist thing like life during wartime the coloring is off for me it's very it it doesn't for me it's it's too too saturated there's too much contrast in the color so all the skin looks really red and it's burning for me and it's like there's the sun burning everything all the time and the sky is burning and and Damn it's I don't to me it's it doesn't that was a very bad direction for me because it it really lowers the quality of the of the picture and it's for me it would have worked similar way as in happiness that it's more um, kind of a realistic uh, low saturated oh, coloring okay. and that it's kind of you can you can feel that it's more real life than this kind of very stylist uh, way of of, of thinking so. That that's why for me it doesn't go so much. But happiness is like nine out of ten. It's like a masterpiece. It's it's it 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 was one of the most influential movies of my youth that I saw. Um, Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, it because one one of the main reason is because um, well I have a history of uh, depression. Mm. That I that I suffered from uh, for most of my youth, 
a young adult life and it was a very hard thing for me to get over with and happiness really really you know calibrated to that level you know it really speak spoke to me because yeah I could I could really understand the world that those characters are living not in that I have exact same problems but that I can I can sympathize with it and the movie is talking my language the movie is understanding that not everything can be like Koreeda, you know, like that or Beriman, but it can be quite ugly. Mm. You know, it can be quite hard and very rough. And on top of that, happiness really the the main beauty of Totsolos that I'm always the most uh, uh, like what is the word to appreciate like mm. I'm, I'm I appreciate that songs most is the, the, the gift that he gives to us in, in his films I think because people say that they're so ugly they're so provocative and they're talking about pedophiles and sexual like mm. other sexual abuses and, mm. and and everything everything is so miserable mm. that it's like uh, like he hates humanity mm. but to me I think they are one of the most humane movies there is because I have to me, when I saw happiness and the way he deals with the pedophile father character is one of the most human stories I've seen. The most hum- humanistic way of talking of, talking about the the side of the, the criminal, the side of the person who acts on it. Because we, we kind of get to see it from his point of view. And he, even though it's really horrible things that he does... Todd Solos doesn't judge him as a human. He doesn't. He's able to to carry these ugly behavior patterns and ugly actions and ugly uh, things, but he doesn't paint it on the person itself. The person is is also suffering. You know, they are a victim of their own behavior also, and they have these problems. And he challenges you. To look past your own judgment mm. over this, that you 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 incorporate action with the person, you know that that it's all one, and you demonize them, yeah, like criminals. You demonize drug addicts mm. or something, but you don't think about maybe they are sick, mm. maybe they are just sick people who need yeah. help, like like how like how Choi tries to to do it very in a very failing w- way, of course, but. Mm. But Totsolo speaks in a sociological way. So yeah, exactly like this banality of evil become that. Yeah, yeah. And this Totsolos is this is why Totsolos and especially happiness is an extremely important movie in my opinion mm. to for uh, as a service to society to open up that discussion and to challenge people to kind of approach that that perspective to mm. these things. And I think this life during what time may, may enhances it, gives it mm. more. Yeah, it, it, it continues that discussion with these people. And it explains it, to you things about yeah. happiness. Yeah, and if you are really into those the characters... commentary on it. Like. Yeah, if you, are really like, if you are really into the characters, like we have been now talking about these things, and we are really were kind of noticing all the connection and stuff, when you really kind of then look, look on how the pedophile father, and, and especially his family, how they're dealing with the aftermath of it, it just kind of... Um, it's able to get deeper into it, yeah. and and it really gives you a lot if you really um, care about the characters. Mm. Something, so yeah. 
in a way, you, of course, you care, everybody cares because they are you. Those characters are human. It's part yeah. of you, mankind. That's how we should look at it. Mm. That they are all human. Yeah. In the end. So we have dealt with Todd Solos <laughs> and we thank him really. Yeah. Whatever he is and wherever he for is. His, and yeah. For his great work mm. and wait for things to come. And I thank you for this discussion and I thank the listeners. Yeah, thanks for being with us. Yeah, so bye. Bye-bye, see you next time. Hi, it's me, Harold, co-host of Busy Movie Club, a movie podcast that I do with my mother, Lisa. Just a couple of words here at the end of the episode. If you want to learn more about our podcast, you can go to the, our website, busymovieclub.com, and look up more content about our episodes. For example, uh, those who have heard like an interesting title or something that we named dropped during our discussion, uh, we try to do like... Uh, um, kind of a summarized list of all the movies and books and TV series and other things that we have uh, uh, talked about during in our topics so just in case somebody missed like something interesting that they want to look up later and we also do like a, for every episode we do like a unique illustrations um, that are either done uh, by me or my mother and also occasionally by our uh, special guests if uh, they take on the challenge which they have done so far which is really nice and the instrumental guitar music that you heard in the beginning and now in the background was done by Javier Suarez who makes like really nice music for to to be used in all kind of like uh, free projects kind of like for example this one and I really recommend that you go and check out his uh, website uh, betterwithmusic.com and uh, finally if you have time or you would like to uh, it would be really nice to way to help our show to get more audience to rate us on iTunes or any podcast service that you are using that has like a rating system or anything that would mean a lot for us and thanks again for listening and see you next time